Those who know me today would find it very hard to believe that there was a period of time in my life in which I was less than happy. There was this period of time in my early 20s, late teens, in which I just spent most of my time groaning and complaining. I wasn't the easiest person to be around at the time. I would be sitting down and for no particular reason, I would just give out a big sigh. And it was the sigh of discomfort, discontent, of emptiness almost. A few years ago, one of my sisters asked me, do you know why you acted that way? Do you know why you were so miserable all the time? And I had to stop and think about it. And that led me to think about some of the things that I've worked through and some of the things that I've learned in my many years of coaching people and mentoring people and, and trying to figure out the best way to use communication with yourself and with others. And I realized that at the time, I wasn't aware of the secret to happiness. See, there really is one secret, one, that can lead to almost instant happiness once you figure out what it is and you master it. Would you like to know what it is? Then let's discuss that today on Sincerely Speaking. Communication. Its effective use is the key to success in business, relationships, and life. Yet, we're never taught to use communication in a way that is effective, productive, and positive. The result? Interactions that lead to overwhelm, stress, discontent, lack of motivation, poor relationships, and the feeling of not being fully heard. We're engaged in a permanent tug of war, not the true flow of proper communication. Is there a way to fix this? Can the way we communicate truly be the key to achieving balance and success in all aspects of our life? Join me, Marcy Amaro, as we explore the answers to these and other communication, influence, connection, and success questions here on Sincerely Speaking. So when we talk about happiness, that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But most people, from the research I've done and the studies I've seen, would equate happiness with three main things. One, health. Two, connections, relationships. And three, just that sense of positivity and joy, right? Would you agree with that definition? That happiness can be comprised of those three things, of feeling healthy, strong, rejuvenated, of feeling like you have strong connections that are meaningful, relationships that are deep and lasting, and finally having this overall sense of positivity and joy that permeates your days, that defines the quality of most of your time, right? So when we think about that, happiness is more than just one thing. But what if I told you that there is one overarching connection? So as we talk today, I would like to share with you the mindset shift that can help you feel rejuvenated and and energized even when you haven't changed your eating or your exercise habits. I want to share with you the connection building tool that we all have, but few of us really use. And finally, I want to talk about the secret weapon to unleashing greater and more lasting 
happiness and joy. So don't leave before the end because I'm going to share these three things with you as we discuss how to build greater happiness. So to start, let's talk about the mindset shift that can help you feel rejuvenated and energized. About a year and a half ago, I put together this summit. It was called the Family Connection Summit, the Ultimate Family Connection Summit. And I had the blessing and the opportunity of interviewing 16 amazing, incredible experts in different fields related to connection and communication and so forth. And one of the people that I had the blessing and the chance to interview and um, someone that I consider a mentor and a friend is Carla White. If you don't know who she is, do a little research. It's worth it. She's an amazing, amazing human being. But the point is that as part of that conversation, she mentioned something related to quantum quantum physics. And I'm not going to get into all of that uh, part of it right now. But when she was mentioning quantum physics, what she was talking about was this idea that when you... Um, put your attention to something when you look at something and you focus on that something you generate more of it okay um, Tony Robbins puts it this way where focus goes energy flows and it's just this general concept of whatever you focus on you grow because you're putting energy and effort into it well there is one way to focus on your mind that will help you feel rejuvenated and, ex and energized. Because see, there is this one simple mindset shift that once you take it, once you make that shift, it will actually allow you to strengthen your immune system without any additional supplements. Research shows, actually research by Seligman, Steen, Park, and Peterson in 2005, that this one mindset shift we're going to be talking about today allows your immune system to be strengthened over time. It also helps you experience less body pains and aches so you feel uh, less run down, you feel more energized, you feel rejuvenated, Plus, it can actually lead to a better, sounder, more restful sleep, which again leads you to feeling more energized and rejuvenated. Now, this mindset shift is simple, easy, but a lot of people start it and don't carry it on through. And that is where the secret lies. Now, you might have guessed it by now, but the mindset shift is moving towards gratitude. Moving towards gratitude. When you start focusing on gratitude, it has been proven again by scientific research, not just Seligman and his peers, but time and time again, it has been proven that there's this link, this straight connection between growing this feeling of being rejuvenated and energized with shifting your mindset to being grateful, to looking for things to be thankful for. When you thank God, when you are uh, aware of all the wonderful things that are at your disposal, all the wonderful things that you have, then you grow that gratitude. In that conversation with Carla, I asked her, 
there can be so many things going on in the world that can cause people to think, well, what on earth do I have to be grateful for? And she made a very good point. It's all a matter of perspective. Again, what do you focus on? And it reminds me of this cartoon, this comic strip really I saw a while ago. There was this guy in a bicycle looking at this guy in the car and thinking, oh, I wish I had a car. The guy in the car then was looking at a guy in a very high-end sports car, expensive one, thinking, oh, I wish I had that car. The guy in the expensive car was looking at a guy in a, tr in a boat and thinking, oh, I wish I had the boat. The guy in the boat was looking at a guy in a plane, the guy in the plane, and so on and so forth until the guy at the top of the line was thinking, oh, I wish I had a bicycle. So it went back around. So unless we look to be satisfied with what we have, we never will be, right? And we can always find something to be grateful for, which was Carla's point in the interview regardless of what the situation might be. And yes, I know some of us go th are going through or some of you might be going through some very harsh times. I'm not trying to lessen that. I'm not trying to deny that. I'm Being grateful is not the same thing as being in denial. You can still recognize the truth of what's going on around you. But if you're going to recognize the truth, recognize the whole truth and see that there are always things to be grateful for, even in the midst when the pandemic was at its highest in 2019, one of the points that I heard someone make was, well, a lot of people had been wishing to spend more time with their family. Well, granted, now you have all the time you want to spend with your family. Are you going to be grateful for it? Or are you going to be all begrudging it? Are you going to complain about it? So depending on how you see things, you will always find something to be grateful for, something that you have that keeps you alive, something that you have that gives you cause and reason to smile and wake up in the morning, right? So, so far we have talked about the mindset shift that can help you feel rejuvenated and energized. But there is a connection building tool that we all have but very few of us use. Did you know that there is a direct link between the hormone, hormone oxytocin and our ability to bond with other people. In fact, science research shows that breastfeeding mothers produce oxytocin, and that is the hormone that allows for that mother-baby bonding. And did you know that we all have the ability to produce more oxytocin whenever we need it, so that we can create greater bonds, so that we can deepen the connections, so that we can open the doors to greater communication with others, so that we can enhance our ability to empathize with others and to show compassion, and so that we can be more likable and more approachable to everybody around us. And yes, that key that can build connections, that can unlock our oxytocin levels and help us build greater bonding ability is demonstrating thankfulness and gratefulness. It's actually saying thank you to others. It's allowing ourselves to be open to admiring and recognizing when others have done something that is worthy of our gratefulness. So gratefulness 
can also unlock the oxytocin levels in our body to help us build greater, more lasting connections. Now, I also want to take some time today to talk about the secret weapon to unleashing greater and more lasting joy and positive feelings in your body. And you guessed it, it is also linked with gratitude. Abe Lincoln is credited with a quote that says most people are about as happy as they make up their mind to be. So happiness and gratefulness is a choice. It is a choice that we make every day, but the reality of it is that fear and gratitude cannot coexist. Anger and gratitude cannot live in the same space. Frustration and gratitude cannot share the same mind space or the same heart space. So when we shift our focus to gratitude, we are closing the doors to all those less than empowering feelings of anger, of frustration, of fear. We are opening the doors to more positive emotions or more empowering emotions, higher order emotions than those others that I mentioned before and many others. When we are grateful, when we take the time to live in that space of gratefulness, to have habits and practices that focus on gratefulness, we also open ourselves to feelings of greater self-satisfaction because suddenly we're not living in the space of scarcity and of fear and of lack. We're living in the space of abundance and I'm not talking about financial abundance necessarily. I'm talking about recognizing that we have more than enough. That compared to other people we are very 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 lucky and that we have a lot to be thankful for even in the midst of trying situations I remember my um, dad he I don't know if I've told you this story before but my dad was in dialysis for 20 years and um, that is a very trying challenging process not only that but when you're in dialysis you're terminal the chances of you living a long, productive, healthy life are very, very slim. But I remember him saying something once um, about turning his groans of pain into cries of gratitude. And instead of saying just ouch, he would say hallelujah and turn it into a hallelujah instead of an ouch. And that stuck with me because if we have if we can develop this ability of turning our instinct or our default setting, our knee-jerk reaction of complaining and of comparing ourselves to others that have more, um, or of thinking of everything that we're missing in, instead of thinking about everything that we do have, then we're missing out on so much. And the greatest way of seeing it is that we are missing out on the ability to feel and experience self-satisfaction when on the contrary we focus on everything that is right with our world and not everything that is wrong that sensation of self-satisfaction grows because we have more and more and more to smile about we have more and more and more to just simply be thankful for and to help us feel like we are just lucky blessed people and finally, when we can focus on the positive, when we can focus on everything that we can give thanks for, 
we awaken a greater sense of awareness about what's possible in ourselves and in those around us. Because the sheer act of being grateful allows us to see that there is still good out there. That there are a lot of marvelous, amazing things happening every day all around us. There are people out there being kind. There are people out there helping others. There are organizations and institutions devoted in their entirety to making sure that others don't suffer more than they, then it's absolutely unavoidable. And there are people out there sacrificing themselves for the happiness and the safety of others. So when we stop to look for reasons to be thankful, when we stop for to look for all the evidence around us that there is still good in the world, there are still amazing, wonderful, beautiful things that we can focus on. Our awareness of the possibilities is just heightened. It's increased tenfold at least. And then we start to suddenly see all the possibilities around us, in ourselves, in others, in our relationships, in our families, in our connections, in just everything in the world around us. And so by focusing on gratefulness, not only are we discovering the secret to instant happiness, but we are shifting our mindset to something that can help us feel rejuvenated and energized, even without changing our eating and exercise habits. We are unlocking that tool that can help us build lasting connections that very few of us use and we discover how to unleash joy that never ever ends. I want to sincerely thank you for spending this time with me today. I know you have a million things you could be doing, so I appreciate you tuning in. If you have found value in this conversation, please share it with others. And as a thank you, I'd like to invite you to download a free copy of my Tough Talks checklist, which will walk you through how to transform even the most difficult conversations into tools for connection, respect, and collaboration. Simply visit marciamaro.com for details. Until next time, I'm Marcia Amaro, and this has been Sincerely Speaking.